four rocks to make this new year rock. Straight from the boardroom to the microphone, I'm April Garcia, and this is Pivot Me, easily applied tools and hacks to get you ahead. This isn't just a podcast. This is an upgrade for your life. Helping good people become even better. This is Pivot Me. 323. There are 323 hours left in this year until we're ushering in the roaring 20s again and we're creating our best year. As we're approaching the end of this year, we're kind of we're preparing for the next in our mind. It often wanders over to the goals section of our life, right? What did we do this year? What didn't we do this year? How will we want this next year to look different? Or maybe at this amazing year and you just want to continue on your current trajectory. You are killing it. You just want to lean in even more to your awesomeness. Perfect. Let's talk about a great way to do all of the above. There's a simple way to look at our goals for this upcoming year. Are you familiar with Stephen Covey's, uh, his big rock story, the rock pebbles and sand that we have to get our big rocks in first, right? Or else the pebbles and the sand end up filling the jar up. Well, we're going to talk about how we can apply that, that same concept to goal setting for you. How are we going to do it? How are we going to rock this new year? glad you're asked. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about your four big rocks for 2020, our roaring 20s. Today, we're picking your four rocks for the new year. The four things that you will do, you must do so that at this time next year, you're feeling mighty good about this year that you designed. I want you to look in the mirror and say, damn, it feels good to be a gangsta. Sidebar. Um, We try not to use cuss words on Pivot Me too much. Um, Like damn. Um, in the podcast as it earns us an E for explicit ratings. But here's the truth, son. I cuss. And although years ago, my father told teenage April that he believed using profanity just demonstrated you weren't smart enough to have proficient vocabulary, I feel like I'm proof that that's not entirely true. I'm smart. I've got proficient vocabulary. And I cuss. However, I'll likely tell the same line to my own children because I don't tend to cuss in front of them. So I digress. So you might hear a damn or hell. Um, We'll keep the F-bombs to a minimum. Maybe we'll put in like a Franklin or a Francesca. We'll put in some kind of fun little word over top of it. But I got to let you know, you're going to hear, you're going to hear a little bit. So if you're riding, if you're doing the commute, kiddos in the car, just be prepared. If you've got delicate ears, be prepared at the truce. I'm going to be delivering. They might be punctuated by some colorful language. All right. We are back on track. So let's talk about the four things that when we look back on our lives, you go, man, this mattered. And they can't all be professional. They can't all be personal. We want to do a mix of things. Your four big rocks should be a mix, a smattering of your life. I'd like to see you pick one for health, one for business, and the other ones are choose your own adventures. Perhaps a relationship goal, scheduling that getaway that you guys have been talking about for years, or or maybe it's finally going to marriage counseling. Maybe it's maybe it's contribution focus, like giving 10% of your company's profits to charity or volunteering in a, a soup kitchen or mentoring a younger version of you. Maybe it's just bringing more joy to your life, learning to play guitar or surf. I'm looking at you, Danielle. 
Maybe it's finally getting on stage and sharing your story and impacting the world, people that really need it, not because you're ready to say it, but because the world needs to hear it. And you know who you are. Create those four rocks for this coming year. Create those immovable goals that will, must exist for this year. Y'all ready for this? Let's do some tips. We're going to help you out. So to create these four rocks to make your new year rock, we've got some tips on how to do that. All right. First thing, kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Do not make this complicated. Make this one line. Make it succinct. But it shouldn't sound like I will get healthier because that doesn't follow smart goal formats, does it? And it just has no meat on the bone. So I will get healthier? No. I will grow my business? Afraid not. It's got to be specific. I will lose 20 pounds. I will bring on two major clients. Specifics and simplicity matter. Tip number two, and this is huge, guys, connect to your why. Connecting to your why, the reason behind the goal, supercharges your goal, supercharges your activity and your pursuit of the goal. The bigger the why, the smaller of impact the how has. So when you've got a real big juicy why on on why you need to achieve this goal, the how becomes really insignificant. Don't just say, I want to lose 20 pounds. Say, I want to lose 20 pounds because I have arthritis in my knee, which makes it hard for me to chase after my kids on the basketball court. You see, there's a much bigger why. Just losing 20 pounds really has no significance. It's what losing 20 pounds does for your life. Makes less weight on your knees. You get to keep up with your kids. That's a big enough why. Maybe you have to make a difficult decision. Maybe you have to fire a difficult client. We can't just say, okay, the goal is to fire a difficult client because there's a reason why you haven't fired them up until this point. Decisions like this are tough. And there's stories we can tell ourselves that make the execution of this task even more difficult. But if you connect to the why, I've got to fire this difficult client because they have unreasonable expectations. They're incredibly demanding and they always expect me to deliver at 10 o'clock at night when I should be you know, settle down for the night, or I always am running over on this project and I miss my kid's dance recital. That's a big why. When you start to connect whys like that, then firing that client seems real easy to do. And when you're getting leverage on yourself, there's a couple of ways you can do this. So when you're tapping into your why and getting leverage, because some of these things take major commitment or they take hard decisions, whether again, that's letting go of a client or whether that's I have to get up at 5 a.m. every morning to, to work out to be able to lose this 20 pounds. Whatever that looks like, you got to get leverage on yourself. And there's a couple of really easy ways to do that. Pain or pleasure just depends on how you're wired. Sometimes both work. If we're sticking with the example of the 20 pounds, let's think about the um, the pleasure side of it. So if I lose 20 pounds, I fit into the jeans I used to wear in college. Or maybe it's the example we talked about earlier. I can chase my kids on the the basketball court and I can keep up with them. So that's leveraging, getting leverage um, in the form of pleasure. Now let's talk about what that looks like in the form of pain. So instead, when you're trying to get leverage on yourself to to get up and work out in the morning or to push away from the table or whatever that looks like for your goal, you could imagine sitting on the sidelines while your kids are running up and down to the basketball court and you can't get in and play. Maybe there's, you know, the arthritis in your knees gotten so bad that you're worried about whether you can actually get up the bleachers at all. So you're missing out on this. You're robbing yourself and your kids of this great experience that you could be having if you just took different care of your body. 
If we're using the example of firing a difficult client, when I spoke about them earlier, I framed it in the form of pain. So I said, this difficult client doesn't set good expectations. It's always an emergency. And what that means is that at 10 o'clock at night, you're always doing their work or you're getting calls in the middle of your kid's dance recital or that same soccer game. And you're missing valuable time that you could be doing something else managing this, this difficult client. So that's leveraging the pain. You could you could also um, reframe it in the form of pleasure, like freeing your schedule up from this difficult client allows you to have another gym and gym's another client that you've got and you love gym. Working with gym's awesome. You deliver so much value to gym and gym loves what you do and you love what gym does. Get more gyms. We got to fire. We got to fire the other guys. So we have space in our schedule for gym. So when getting leverage on yourself, um, and this is this takes a little bit of self-awareness. Think about what will really motivate you. Will the idea of being able to play basketball with my kids motivate me? Or will the idea of sitting on the sidelines and not being able to get up and play with my kids motivate me? Um, one's, one's negative, one's positive. Both are effective. I'm April Garcia, an international business advisor, performance coach, serial entrepreneur, traveler, mama, wife, and just about everything in between. I've made large companies larger and rich people richer. Now I only advise great executives and ambitious entrepreneurs on growing their business, having the right mindset, and contributing more to their world. All right, let's work now on a tip number three. Tip number three is language matters. We cannot use language like I hope to or I'd like to. Hope is not a strategy and likes are something you do on Facebook. Make it a must. I will lose 20 pounds. I will go to marriage counseling. I will increase our sales by 20%. How you phrase it both out loud and to yourself, because that comes back to the stories we tell ourselves, those matter. If you use soft language, you will get soft result. You need to speak with certainty. You, you need to make it a must so your brain and your body get on board. So be very careful of the language you use and correct it. And just so you know, this gets easier. This gets easier where you're used to saying, well, we'd, we'd really like to be up 20% this year. Or I don't know, I'd, I'd like to lose an extra 10 pounds or I don't know, maybe I want to run a marathon. Your body's like, no, your brain is like, no, you're really not committed. So to get your brain on board, to get all things pointed in the right direction, use the right language. Tip number four, which is in the same vein as number three, manage your body. When you're setting up your four big rocks, when you're thinking about them, don't sit slumped over in your chair. Don't tell me how you're going to kill it out there in business while your shoulders are rolled forward and you're talking quietly because I won't believe you and neither will your brain. Command that language. Throw your shoulders back and speak with some authority. Amy Cuddy, who's a social psychologist, she really just talks about body language. So we're aware of body language. You, you see someone and you perceive that they maybe are powerful or confident or strong or, or meek and timid. Um, that's something we can perceive in somebody else. But your brain can perceive it in you. 
And it knows whether you're telling a BS story or not by the way you're you're holding your body. Some people call this managing your state. So when you're thinking about your four rocks, manage your body. Get in your Wonder Woman power pose or maybe it's your Thor holding your hammer pose, whatever, whatever it is that makes you feel powerful. But get in the right state when you're setting these four rocks. It makes a difference. And side note, this is also a very quick way to boost your confidence immediately. Sometimes people are going into a difficult meeting or maybe they're speaking on stage. This is a quick hack to build your confidence. Get into the right pose. Don't sit in a chair and and be small and say, oh, you're nervous about something. Like, I got an idea. How's about you stand up on that desk and tell me how nervous you are? Because your brain will start to perceive that you're in a position of power. So when you're thinking about your four rocks, We want you to use these things. So there were four of them, right? So it was keep it simple, stupid. It was connect to your why, that your language matters. Be careful how you talk about it. And number four was manage your body when we're thinking about these four rocks. So we're going to set these four rocks. We have only 323 hours left of this year, but we don't have to wait for New Year's until we start the big rocks. A lot of people wait for this big symbolic date of New Year's to actually kick off these goals. Don't make the end of this year, these last few days, the downward slide into the end of this year and the beginning of the next. Let's position ourselves for success already. Using our earlier examples, let's make those phone calls already. Let's set up with the personal trainer. Let's schedule the the counselor appointment. Look at some eating plans, whatever that looks like. (laughs) Find that that difficult client you're going to fire and go find more gyms. Already start on this plan. I know January 1st is a symbolic time for many, me included. It's sort of this, this rebirth of sorts, a chance to begin again, but more intelligently, wiser, more equipped. But take these next 323 hours to get ready for this ride of your life we're about to go on. As you and I start to wrap up today, what are you going to do? Do you already have a pen and paper out and you're writing down your rocks? Do you know in your mind if you're driving, if you're doing your commute, can you think of what your rocks are? Because we can, we usually know at least a couple of them. They've been hanging around for a while. What are those four big rocks? Write them down. Better yet, tell some people. We know that the act of writing those rocks down coupled with you telling somebody dramatically increases your chance of actually executing on those rocks. So tell someone, especially if that someone is involved in one of your rocks, tell them, hold yourself accountable to that big rock. Because if we don't design it, much of what will come next year is just more pebbles and sand. Nobody comes and and drops those big rocks into the vase for us. We got to do it. That's our job. So write those four down. Communicate them today. How are you going to set yourself up for success in this next 323 hours? That's what we got at the, at the time of this recording for the rest of this year. What are you going to do to set yourself up for success? And as you figure that stuff out, share it. Tag us. Use the hashtag MyFourRocks. And share what your four rocks are. Is it work? Yeah, it's work. But you're already going to be doing work anyhow. Make this work count. Thank you so much for dialing in today. And don't forget, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, give us a five-star review. It means the world to us. 
Hit me up on Instagram at the April Garcia or check us out online at pivot-me.com. This is all made possible with the support of you listeners, the numerous contributors and our clients. Our music and production is by the amazing Rockwood Audio. Join me next time for more tips on how to hack success. And until then, make it a great day. Thanks, guys. You guys are amazing.